You have to do the, we have to do the one, two, three. All right, Jack, you say one. I'll All say right, one. here Steven we go. Says three because he's white. Ooh. Yeah. White is not. Right. White is not right, Steven. Two, three. That time you're so behind. You are so no, no, behind. No, no, no. That time so behind. So see, good. look. Like actually, no, no, no. He said he his one trailed. It was one, two, three. It really Anyways. doesn't matter. Anticlimactic. This only matters to me, and I will figure it out. How are the viewers gonna get their adrenaline rush when you can't even this get is, your three in the proper in the proper tempo? Twelve fluid ounces of Red Bull that I'm about to eat at ten thirty. Well, fuck. I'm trying to wake oh, my up. eye! The Red Bull got in my eye. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh -huh. Alright, guys. Jack, do you oh, want to introduce fuck. yourself? I'll introduce huh? him. Right, let me oh, speak for oh, the... Oh, I'm wow. the Lorax. Let me speak for the Jack. <laughs> Alright. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode six. Six. Yes, six. Episode six of the six podcast. Tall and Tall and Podcast. For, this is... This is uh, L. Jack for our Spanish viewers. Oh, he is uh, he is a longtime friend of mine. <laughs> L. Jack. <laughs> He's a longtime friend and lover of mine. Whoa. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've known him since freshman year of high school. Freshman year of spring break. I remember that. Winter break. Winter break? Alright. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. It was spring break. Because y'all went skiing. Yeah, it was y skiing, skiing during spring break. Shit. Yeah. Suck you it, got dude. me. got me. Alright, anyways. This fucking fool is going to be our guest on the podcast today. If you notice my microphone quality sounds better, it's because I got a stand. And it's a really fancy stand. Also, our guest actually has a good mic this time. They're not using yeah. headphones. No shit on Ooh, our previous yeah. guests, but Jack it's because is Jack is a gamer. Jack games. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, hello, fellow, fellow gamers. gamers. <laughs> I, I, I realize y'all been really wanting for some representation on this podcast. Don't worry, I'm here for you. I think I'm gonna shoot myself before the end of this podcast. <laughs> I've never played a video game before. <laughs> yeah, what are, what are video games? Who the hell is this guy? Get what off of it? our podcast. <laughs> the only game I play. This is this is, is oppression against gamers. <laughs> After a couple of days ago, me and Alex wanted to plan this podcast a little bit, and we played chess. And I was kicking his fucking ass, and then I made the. I literally said, "As long as I don't make a dumb mistake, I will win." And I made a fucking dumb mistake. He checkmated me and I didn't even notice. So we played again and I beat his ass, but... Barely. Damn. Barely. Fuck you, man. I kicked barely. your ass that first one, though. You did not see that shit coming. I just, like... I'm horrible at closing. I don't want to get into, like, the details and the fundamentals of chess, but, like, I'm horrible at closing chess games. I'm terrible at closing, too. I remember, um... One time I was playing against, uh... Oh, what was his name? Joseph. Joseph, uh, military justice. I'm not going to say his last name. Oh, we're going to stop saying last names? Yeah, we're going to stop saying last yeah. name. Notice how I didn't Ooh. say Jack. Oh my god, Jack's guys, huge announcement. Matt, yeah. Matt W., the Matt we've been talking about before, is no longer putting out a podcast, and we no longer have a rival podcast. I was kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, I was looking forward to talking I, shit. I, I was, dude, I was looking forward to it, too, to be honest. Ever since I heard that 
the man, the myth, the legend was starting his own podcast. The man, yeah. the myth, the legend, Maddie. Well, I mean, I think we should have him on to talk about like the reasoning why he is no longer putting up a podcast. But I'm not going to talk about it on air <laughs> without post, his permission. The post mortem interrogation. Uh, it's, Steve, it's this is like this is like kicking a body while it's down, Steve. <laughs> no, it's like it's genuinely interesting, and I'm happy for him. Yeah, in, that's in, fair. In what's what's going on in his life right now, so he seems to be really set on like set improvement. Actually, like right before we started recording, me recording, he called me and asked for like diet tips on how to gain muscle. <laughs> this skinny boy. Yeah. <laughs> I need to start working out. My four hours that I have in the morning where I don't do anything. That would, that would that would that's be a prime good time. time to work out, my man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, think I should. It's just like the past few days have just been a piece. Of, no, I, I've I've used Destiny Forsaken as an excuse. Uh, I feel like <laughs> I will never I forget. Tw- like before junior year, I think it was the finals at the end of the year. Me and Alex were in the same like pre-cal class, and overwatch was coming out and he's like dude my final grades are gonna be fucked because of this game he like he just before it even came out he knew he was like my grades are fucked i I feel like you tell this every podcast Uh, have i told it before yeah i swear i forget it and Uh, like edit that out real quick no i'm not gonna edit it (laughs) no um yeah no i mean they were they were fucky but like it wasn't anything weird fucky like my my grades my grades junior and senior year right. I mean, uh, anyways, yeah. which one of these these topics do y'all want to start with? Alex, do you want to tell your story? I do want to tell my story. Okay, I've been practicing story. Tell the story. This story Alex wouldn't it. tell me this beforehand because it's everyone, so legendary, apparently. Apparently, oh yeah. Everyone, settle down. You know, put kick your feet up a little bit. Unbutton that top button. We are uh, get ready for uh, Alexander's story time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's going to be like, you know how I list like what we talk about? That's going to be the first thing. Alexander's story time. <laughs> God. Anyways. So in freshman year, um, me, I, had a, I had a roommate and two sweetmates. My roommate was DJ, and I have two sweetmates. One of them's name is Ryan, and one of them is Jojo. DJ's Armenian. Jo- Ryan is sort of Jewish. <laughs> And Jojo is this, um, he's this Alabama boy with a man bun and he wears, oh, what does, well, he wears these like very specific sunglasses. What are the ones that, um, Top Gun, like, you know, Corsair Commando, I don't know. Anyways, you know what I'm trying to say. Aviators, aviators. So he wears aviators and he is this five foot seven, uh, dude with a man bun and like a full beard. Damn. So at the beginning of the year, our school made us go to this thing where it's like, oh, you have to learn how to be accepting of others. You have to learn to be nice to people. And so the first thing we all thought, we're like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, man. But we have accepting to go to people? It. That's bullshit. No, I mean, like, <laughs> I, it's like you, you can't be told to accept people. It's not like it's not how this works, man. Yeah. But um, like if you're already unaccepting of people, like there's not much that's going to change your mind. Um. But anyways, so we signed up, we rolled out, it was like 9 in the morning, we got there, this person standing in the front of the room was a, uh, a short uh, lady with dyed hair, so we could already see where this is going. Um, <laughs> so we sit down, and like she starts talking, she's like, oh, you need to be like accepting of others, yada yada yada, yada yada. 
And so about an hour and a half into like this two hour, two and a half hour session, she says this. She's like, okay, guys, everyone's split into what you identify with most. Region, religion, race, and gender. So there's four options. Uh, there was region, religion, race, and gender. Which so me being Filipino and me and my roommate being Armenian, we're like, oh, we're going to go to race because like that's what I, we identify with most. And our Jewish friend, he just kind of walked around, ended up in religion. <laughs> and our Alabama white boy named Jojo. I love him, by the way. I'm not talking shit. Like, <laughs> I love this kid to death. He, he just walked with us, with me and DJ, and he ended up in race. So me, <laughs> DJ, and this dude who looks like fucking Jude Law. I specifically remember he looks like Jude Law. We're just standing there talking, and Jojo was there, and we're like, Jojo, why the fuck are you here? And he's like, I don't know, I was just following you guys. So, like, after a while of us talking, the woman at the front, she kind of, like, raises her hand. She's like, all right, guys, like, now it's like, let's talk about it. Like, what's, we'll talk about why you're in this group. And she pointed at, uh, at race. And she's like, so, like, what are you guys, like, why are you guys in this group? The group fucking parted, like, the Red Sea, and Jojo was left standing there like the goddamn Manchurian candidate. He looked left. <laughs> he looked right. All of us were just staring at him. Everyone in the room was looking at this fucking Alabama white boy wearing a shirt that said, I love, I love, I love Spanish in Spanish. <laughs> and he stands up tall. He looks at the person standing at the front of the room and says, not to be racist, but I'm proud to be white. <laughs> Me and DJ... We looked at each other. We made eye contact. DJ looked at my other sweetmate from across the room. The, the entire room is silent right now. It's just dead silence. That's like How many the people? last... There was like a hundred people in there. The last syllables of what he was saying was ringing out. And we look at each other. He looks at Ryan. Me and DJ turn to face the wall. And we start fucking sputtering. Like a fucking car that just won't start. I am losing it. I'm crying. DJ's losing it too. And Ryan just turns to the person next to him. He told us this later. He's like, he turns to the person right next to him. He's like, yeah, that's my roommate. And it's, you could, nobody's saying anything except you, the only thing you could hear in this room are me and DJ laughing, just losing our shit. And without saying a word to Jojo, without saying a word, the woman at the front stares at him and moves to the next group. And she's like, okay, like now what do you what do you think? Me and DJ is still crying while the next person is giving a fucking impassioned speech about why they're religious. We're just crying in the corner. We felt so bad. But it was... Oh my god. It was the funniest thing that ever happened to me. I mean, That's funny. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people probably judged him. I don't know this guy, but he, I doubt he's ingenuous, but I feel like he probably got judged pretty hard. For just that statement. Oh, oh, oh for fucking sure. for sure. <laughs> you can't, you can't just say that and expect to come through with your reputation, with your uh, social reputation. But it was a bunch state. of people we didn't know. Like it was just a bunch of random stuffed in a room. I go to a school of seventy thousand kids. We, I never saw that Jude Law guy again. I, I, I remember what he looks like because I was like, this dude looks like fucking Jude Law. And then I told him, I was like, hey, you look like Jude Law. And he's like, no, I don't. I'm like, what, do, what are you talking about? <laughs> you're, you're like a copy of Jude Law. But anyways, yeah, that's my story. <laughs> that is a, a worthy people? story. Oh, How many yeah, undergrads? is pretty big. Hold on a second. I knew it was fucking huge. God damn. 
How many do people go to my school? I'm gonna look that up because it's always less than I think it is. How many people go to Hendrix? I'm guessing like a thousand. Jeez. Tops. Oh, alright, Hendrix. I have see. six. Oh, we I have like six Wikipedia page now, do we? At A&M. Over. 1,400 students are, ro- are enrolled, <laughs> mostly undergraduates. Mostly. I know it's mostly because I go to class, like, one of, there's some, like, 50-year-old dude in my class. Like, one of my, my comp sci classes. Ooh, 50-year-old. Yeah, there, there's, um, I remember in my astrophysics program, there was a woman with, like, gray hair there. And I was like, hey, power to him, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, fucking no, The UTD, and there I'll, were a lot of, like, grown-ass people who were just trying to get a degree in the same way. Because a lot of people at UTD kind of commuted. We've talked about this mm. before. So. Yeah, that's like ASU too. I mean, ever a lot of people commute, but also a lot of people come from literally all over the world. Did A and M though? I, I, no one wants to live here unless they go to college here. I feel I doubt very many people give a shit about this fucking town unless they go to school here. I mean, I'm sure it's some people same. do, but like, it's a college town. Fuck. Yeah, for it's sure. The same way with Conway. Like, I would. If I had, if I lived here after in college, I'd probably just end up depressing myself. Yeah. Oh, I. If I don't get the fuck out of here, I will hate my fucking life, dude. If I, oh, if I ever have to live in Arizona after going to school here, it ain't happening. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's, that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. But yeah. Anyways, so I, I I gave you guys an album to listen to. Did you manage to uh? I listened check to it the out. first song, but I really didn't I like that it. it was, I didn't like that it was live. But you, you, could, you, you, you had to. Wait, you I sent. I sent a link, didn't I? Oh, you sent a Vimeo that. link Oops. that Not doesn't have a lot. <laughs> for shame. So, for shame. For shame. Anyways, I thought it was right. I thought it was right. Yeah, I thought it was right. Anyways, I feel guys. like to no. truly have the experience that you described to me the first time you listened to it, I needed to have that damn thing on vinyl, and I needed to be in that dark the room, and I wasn't. Yeah. I, would, uh, I didn't have I that scenario ready, so I really wasn't encouraged to listen to it on my own. If yeah. I'm gonna be dead. Uh, I I didn't I didn't listen to it like that, but I feel like that wouldn't have improved uh, my experience. I'm really really not a fan of like six minute guitar solos. <laughs> Dude, that was a fucking <laughs> like, sick guitar solo. Anyways, wait. First, we need to say what fucking album it is. Like, geez, we didn't even get the name. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. So it's, uh... the uh, album was "In the Court of the Crimson King" by the band called King Crimson, and they are a they're a prog rock band from like Britain. That's yeah. They're a, an English progressive rock rock band formed in London in 1968. King Crimson have been influential both on the early 1970s progressive rock movement and numerous contemporary artists. The band has undergone numerous formations throughout its history, of which 21... Yada, yada, yada. Anyways. Um, I saw uh, The Needle Drop do a review of King Cri- of uh, In the Court of the Crimson King, and he couldn't even rate it. He gave it a, the classic. Like he, since, like, he has a rating of 1 through 10, but he also has a rating of classic. Which means like he just can't give it a rating because it's just like it's influential to mm-hmm. what music is today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I um, the first time I listened to this album all the way through, I was sitting in a dark room with my roommate DJ, with my old roommate DJ, and we we were listening to it all the way through. And in the third song, the first two songs are really good. Mm-hmm. Like the first three, the first side, I listened to it on record. The first side was really good, but when the, fo- the first song on the second side hit, the fourth song, um, 
like after three minutes of like it being an actual song, it just starts breaking down. It's really hard to explain, but it's just noises, and you don't know what's gonna happen next. I literally had a panic. I like about had a panic attack. It was terrifying. Like DJ, DJ, me and DJ were like freaking out, and he told me he felt the exact same way. He made him anxious to listen to the music. It was so fucking crazy. And then the song, um, the final song, the title song, "In the Court of the Crimson King," is one of the most beautifully haunting songs that I know. It's um, comparable to uh, Jack, that one song by uh, David Bowie, The Man Who Sold the World. Yeah, I love... Good oh my song. God. <laughs> I love the... Uh, what's it? Alex, if you ever want to... like That song is haunting, but listen to the Midge Ur version. You, you told version. me to do it, but I am too much of a David Bowie fan to ever listen to anything Do it, Alex, you listened to... You played Metal Gear Solid Five, right? That's yeah. the version they use in that game. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Dude, they have... I told you I'm not a fan of, like, 15-minute, like, like six-minute guitar solos, but, like, the second half of that is just, like, this long instrumental, but the whole thing just gives me chills down my spine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, not la- I'm laughing at Alex, what you were doing. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing, but, yeah, I, I feel you, Jack. Um, but, yeah, if you ever want to listen to some crazy fucking, like, mood music or when you're high as balls... Listen to this album. Because I literally, like, DJ told me he has never had, like, as much of a visual thing. Like, he, we were totally sober, just a heads up, y'all. Like, he was having, like, hallucin- hallucinations while he was sober. Because, you know, like, like not, not hallucinations. Like, okay. when, I, when I hear songs, sometimes I picture stuff. I think I've said this before, but I start picturing stuff. Like, some scenes, maybe, like spring a memory or other other songs maybe just like make me imagine like viva la vida viva la vida makes me feel like i'm walking through like some desolate kingdom that like used to it might be because of that minecraft remix but you know <laughs> yo fallen kingdom by captain sparkles check it out i remember watching captain the greatest sparkles. the greatest the greatest threat the, the saddest thing i ever watched in my my uh my my tween age years it was sad boys but anyways yeah DJ said he told me he um he was walking into like this cathedral like bathed in blue light and there was just a girl that he had no clue who she was just playing a flute in like cuz in the thing there's like a flute solo playing a flute and then like after the flute solo when like the drums kick in and it goes back into the song just a bunch of flute girls start chasing him out of the cathedral and he's sprinting for his life and that's it like that that's what he imagined and I was like Jesus that that whole album gave me like this. I don't I don't have anything as distinct as that. Certainly nothing as vibrant, but just kind of um like trees kind of swaying in the breeze on a sunny day. Really? Yeah, just that whole twenty first century was... schizoid man gave you that uh trees swaying in the breeze vibe. No, no, uh, Moonchild. Oh, Moonchild. Yeah. Moonchild. Yeah. The last half. No, no, certainly not twenty first century schizoid man. No, but like the 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 last like three songs on that. By the way, the song 21st Century Schizoid Man is the song Kanye West uh, sampled in power when it's like 21st Century Schizoid Man. And then it breaks down. But yeah, that's uh, that's another interesting fact I learned. I was listening through the album and I was like, wait a second. This is fucking familiar. I'm going to go back to Austin. Let's go to the the listening room. Check it out. Ah, yes. The the Don's listening room. (laughs) Dude, when I... 
Uh, I, I'll never step foot in there again. And Why? I have PTSD. Because when I fucking oh, broke, broke that, uh, that Malvo, like, that. you're like, oh yeah, it's like $10. But dude, I didn't notice that it looked expensive and I, my heart stopped. Dude, the first time we were there, he got pissed at us for like ruining his table. Oh, he <laughs> wasn't mad. Was... He was just like, he just, he told us to cover it up next time. He's like, come on, guys. Yeah. I felt like shit. I was like, God, this man just like has this nice-ass fucking house, and we're just fucking up his table first time we visit. He's like, God, I hate my fucking son's friends. God. Ah, uh, yes. God. Why does my son have to have friends? Why can't he just be some loser? <laughs> oh, man. Why does I my wish. son have to fucking show off my house to his friends? <laughs> hey, man, I built I built a part of his house. I'm, 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 I'm in on it, too. The, uh, the orrery fucking hanging in the ceiling. That was me, me and my, me and my guy. That was you. Me and my guys. That was you. Me and my guy. But yeah, if check it out, guys, in the court of the Crimson King, absolutely stellar album. I cannot recommend it more. But yeah, what's what's next on the agenda, Stevo? Let's talk about fucking movies, man. Fuck yes, movies. We would like movies. so from now on, we would like to talk about a movie. One movie every week, and talk about it whether the movie it is, and we'll, we'll if you are a regular listener, we will warn you what movie it'll be. We're gonna talk about Black's Cla- Black Klansman. We briefly talked about it two episodes on episode four, but mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it, and we tried not to get into any spoiler stuff. But now we'll go into more detail because I really enjoyed uh... it because I saw it this past weekend. If you haven't seen it, skip the timestamp. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to edit in the uh, edit in the number there. I'm I don't not. Know what the I'm not. They're is. gonna. They're gonna have to suffer. So they're just gonna see my. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I can guess, skip, I ahead. skip. Skip ahead of it. I can't. Well, first, 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 yeah, I can't skip to that timestamp. Yeah. I mean, Jack, were you step. ever gonna see any movie? Uh yeah. Movies aren't a thing that it's I usually just go see. It's been out for more than a month, everything. or nearly a month. So like. And it's not really well known. I was surprised about like how really? little I'd heard about it. Not that many people know about it. I don't know why it's so long. It has really good reviews right now, I believe. I mean, yeah, I know it, it does. It does. Like, I saw I saw the cinematic uh, commercialization for it. Yeah, I saw it. every time I'd see a movie, I'd see a trailer for Black Clans, and I'm like, I'm gonna go see that. Plus, it was um, it was produced by the by that uh, by Spike Peel. Jordan Peele, or is Jordan it Peele. I think it's Jordan Peele? Is it Peele. Jordan Peele? I always get them confused. I think it's Jordan. I I, I, I don't know. Jordan Peele. All right, so right here we lost about thirty seconds of audio because of a technical issue, but I edited it to where it's kind of seamless. So sorry about that. No, I mean say one, dickhead. What? <laughs> Two. Three. <laughs> Okay, good. For some reason, God. I thought Jack yelled, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what, bitch? Excuse me. Oh, we about what? to do like a full ass argument on the, on the podcast. That would have been too me and Jack. Juicy. Me and Jack just square up. Like I'm fucking, square up. Jack, I'm fucking it's buying my then. ticket to wherever the fuck you are. Kick your ass, Arkansas. <laughs> come at me, bitch. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll sell tickets for it. Yeah. That's what we should do. We Jack could be like Jake Paul and MSI or whatever the fuck his name is. K- KSI. I never watched that. Whoever wins, we both lose. Whoever wins, we both lose. <laughs> but yeah. Um, what were we talking about? We were Movies. talking about the movie Black's Klansman. Black Klansman. All well, right. Before, before we get into more Black Klansman details, I'm going to briefly summarize, I guess, like how 
I'm in a film class this semester, and I'm really I like movies a lot, and I'm kind of like interested in how to like study film. Like this shit like makes me geek out. It's really interesting to me, in that like films aren't like any other media that we've had before. Then, in that you can't unless you have it like on a DVR at home. But if you're in a movie theater, you can't stop the movie. So you usually miss a lot of like the means behind why the movie makes you feel a certain way because there's so many details in a movie that it is like mind-boggling and you can't pick up all of them in one sitting at all. Like cuz lighting, setting, sound, acting, editing, camera angles, all of this stuff is like specifically oriented to convey a certain meaning and it's yeah. hard to see how much work is behind the director because they do all of this like months of prep work and editing and all this kind of stuff for two hours of on in like fast-paced content one thing my uh my teacher told me i'm also in a film class one thing my teacher told me is she was like like she said the best example i can give is that to get geese on set like to get ducks on set you have to find a place that lets you rent ducks stuff like that you have to get you have to call p to tell them to come to make sure that like they can give it its seal of approval you have to get like the like the board to like approve stuff for ducks it costs a lot of money to rent ducks for movies because like i don't know something but there's just a lot of stuff that goes into every single detail in a movie just a lot of thought like if you see like if you if you see like a just a like a stills frame of a movie there could be like a do- like a Dr Pepper in the corner, or like a like a can of salt, and that was specifically placed there. I mean, that may not that may not like give an emotion, but it's like it was specifically placed there for a reason. Good movies usually everything has a meaning behind it. Is like, yeah, this is how there's it works, there's, like it's no there is no fat. It's all just lean. Yeah, and so like also like there's the difference between film movies and cinema. Which technically are all the same words for like motion pictures, but I think they're just kind of dumb. They're like more like preppy words in a sense, and that movies are supposed to be like general, like basic movies that are just meant for entertainment. Film is like kind of like higher quality, and cinema is like really artistic. And I think I think oh. the different words are dumb. But the worst, the worst word is kino. The fuck is kino? That's the, it's supposed to, that's like what people like, they have, that's like your upper echelon stuff. That's like the, the 3000 IQ movies. <laughs> I hate that word. It's, Three? first off, it's an, it's an ugly How word on that? its own. K-I-N-O. K-I-N-O. So wait, like what can you consider an upper echelon movie? Is it like, I don't even know. it's like, cause like, like I, there's a, like good movies out. Or that they're that right now we're in Oscar season, so you're gonna see some bunch of Oscar bait movies. But yeah. like, what like defines Kino? Because you said upper echelon, like three thousand IQ, weird Dude, stuff. I've heard the word. I've heard the word, and that's kind of what I know it. To is be. it like? Is it like the indie trash? Not indie trash, but like the indie movies that think they're like, but think they're really I'd fucking smart, to, but they're. Like, I'd have whatever. to go with that. I'd have to go with that. Like, if it's not at least in a foreign language, then it's it's not Kino. I mean, really, if you're not. If you're not watching Germanist German expressionist art house films, what are you watching? <laughs> Truly, my fucking favorite. But yeah, and then like all movies are limited. Oh, okay, not all movies, but most, almost all movies are limited to a narrative, 
and that there's a story with a beginning and an end. Some movies, like an example is Pulp Fiction, don't give you the story in chronological order, and they do Fragmented that on purpose. Chronology. They Westworld does this too, like, well, that's a TV show, but it it can be compared. Yeah. Yep. In that, uh, it does it to confuse the viewer or to almost shock the viewer, but most movies. In any movie that doesn't, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that doesn't have a narrative to it. That doesn't have, like, a meaning, almost, in a sense. And there are movies out there that don't have, like, a story, quote-unquote. And it's just kind of like an artistic representation of just weird stuff. Because it's, like, trying to even think of a movie without a story doesn't make sense to me. Like, like Avatar? Avatar that, that, is a that, fucking that is, story. That is a story. No. That is Avatar's story fucking sucks. That, that, okay. Whether it's a good story or not, it has one. That's what I'm I talking was, about. I was, like, I was making a meme. A <laughs> movie without a story, you can't. I it, you can't you can't like by the definition of story, you cannot have a movie that has no story. You can't. Well, you can't. It's like what would be an example? I don't. Know. Okay, you'd have to have like nothing. Literally nothing would have to happen. Because story is such a broad term that like just watching a movie where just people just go and like punch the shit out of each other no dialogue in like a white like pure white thing that's technically a story okay i googled it i found a list of about 30 films that do not have narrative i remember um i remember uh, seeing like i've, I've just got played then oh like I'll, andy I'll, warhol or something and it was just some person vomiting into like a cup and that was the entire film <laughs> yeah there's just, just like no angles. there's no point of it and there's not like a beginning and end of the story and it yeah. does happen but no one wants to watch that, especially in like an American society. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. grown up on stories and narratives that they're ingrained mm-hmm. in us. Books, TV shows, movies, everything has a narrative. Yeah. So if it doesn't, we're not going to be as interested. So only like like really like artistic, meaningful people are going to be making movies without narratives. So it's weird. Don't you make big-brained Rick and Morty viewers? Yes. Big brain. I watch Rick Truly, and Morty. Only, I have so many Rick and Morty posters. Man, yeah, how much IQ do you have, Steven? 350? Sorry, we keep interrupting Jack, Jack. Uh... No, fuck uh, you, yeah, Jack. Steve, Steve, how, Steve, can you even fit through the door without how big your brain is? <laughs> Dude, after all this Rick and Morty I've watched, I don't know. You mean, don't you mean Ricardo above. and Mortimer? <laughs> I think I'm just above society, man. <laughs> yeah, Steven, you've, you've ascended. You're truly a higher being. Yeah. You're, you're, you're up there with truly. Elon Musk. The muskrat, the one the, the elongated next, muskrat. Next week, favorite. fellas, yes, if, Elon if, if, will be on the, the love child Elon will be on the show. Stephen Hawking and <laughs> Albert Einstein. But yeah, um, but yeah. So examples of like means behind movies that you can't see because like you don't even notice it because the movie doesn't stop. You can't stop a movie. Well, you can't. Okay, you can if you have it on like DVD. But I'm talking about like if you're in a movie theater, like you're supposed to watch it like straight through and just like ride the emotions of whatever the director's trying to give you an example of that would be like fading in and fading out so if you fade out of a of a shot or a scene and then you fade into another you automatically know without even thinking about it that time has passed you know what i'm talking about or Mm -hmm. another example is what they call a low angle shot so if you're viewing a character where the camera is below them looking up at them it conveys power. <laughs> it conveys that that person is powerful, strong, 
and he's above. The person's mm-hmm. above. Them. It's little things nice. like that that are through, and then like music. So like music can easily like drive your emotion, just how we were talking about earlier with the, that album, and that yep. it creates an emotion behind. So like a movie with a good score will also control your emotions in a way. It's oh, Dunkirk. That. Dunkirk is a perfect example Dunkirk. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, Dunkirk is eighty percent the score. Yeah, it's a really Dunkirk is movie. the so only good. movie that in like I can remember that really just had me like on edge. Me the and whole Steve, time. yeah, me and Steve. The first time we saw it together, right? The first time. Yeah, I think we almost seen me. Yeah. yeah, it was me and you, and we were literally. I was literally sitting at the edge of my seat. Yeah, like I've never really actually sat at the edge of my seat. I fucking love Christopher Nolan. I'm such a Christopher Nolan fanboy, but like he has the right. He, every one of his movies are really good. I can watch any of his movies. Christopher Nolan, I think he's like destroyed three IMAX cameras and there's only like 10 in existence. Oh, I remember that. that he straight up just destroyed some. He, he was, was like, oh, using well. like one of the most expensive cameras known to man for Dunkirk and he purposely sunk like two for good shots and just paid for them. Like these, I forgot what it was, but these cameras are like like millions of dollars. Like, They're ridiculously like the highest quality film cameras known to man and he just like purposely broke them Classic. for good shots. He just, he just fucked them. Like he, that's so... He technically, he put one in a plane to get the crash landing, and he had, like, divers and everyone ready to, like, grab it, but it sunk too fast, so it was just like, oh, well. They, they got the film. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's incredible, like, that he just doesn't give a shit, and he just really genuinely cares about the quality of his movie over, like, money, which is cool. I like yeah. that. He's, it makes him, like, a true artist, in a sense. Oh, fair enough. And then one, one last thing, or two more things. Every movie has implicit and explicit meanings, and we could talk about this for any movie. Implicit, or explicit, we'll start with explicit, is like the blatant meaning. Like, you can clearly see that the movie is telling you to think this way. Like, it is obvious. Like uh, We can start with Black Klansman, for example. It is clearly telling you that racism is a bad thing, and that's expected. Yep. It's obvious. But then, like, there's implicit meaning, which is, like, meaning that the re- it's like reading between the lines of a book. It's not blatantly told you told to you, but you can figure it out on your own. I guess an example of implicit meaning in Black Klansman would probably be that I felt that it told us that we should give more respect to the police. Even though there are racist cops in the movie, the main character is a cop, all the good guys are cops, and... They, that conveys a feeling of cops can be good people too. We shouldn't hate on them as much. I got that from the movie as well. Okay. I can give an example of this too from something of like a semi-different medium. Yeah. Do you know um, This Is America by Childish Gambino? Yep. Mm-hmm. That yeah. song, that's that the video for that song had so much like layers to it that it was like a fucking onion, dude. <laughs> like me, I, me and DJ were thinking about it. And like the... the, the the first layer is like, oh, it's like obviously like, this is America, like they, you know, like racism yeah. stuff like that. But then like me and my roommate DJ, we were thinking deeper, and we were like, maybe it's about like, like how modern, like music has kind not modern music but like, modern culture has kind of destroyed like African pride, you know. Like, you know how, like, he's, like, singing kind of like a, mm. like, kind of a, not swing, but soul, like, yeah. reg- like R&B in the beginning, and then Childish, like, uh, Donald Glover shoots the guy, and it goes straight to trap music, 
and he starts like he was dancing kind of like he was dancing poorly during the R&B and like soul he shoots the guy and then he starts like kind of like doing you know trap dance stuff but we were thinking we were thinking about that and we were like damn that's pretty whack but that's the example of implicit and explicit as well yeah yeah and then one last thing before we do this we talk more about black time in details viewer expectations so before you go into any movie or even any like tv show and you can apply this for most a lot of different medias and like everything changes the way you view a movie so like let's say you know you're going to a christopher nolan movie so you expect a movie that is high quality well thought out and it's gonna be good or or let's say you have you're going to a movie with Brad Pitt in it. So you expect Brad Pitt to do a great job. You expect his character to be really good. All that sort of stuff. And these expectations can really ruin a movie, in a sense. Because mm-hmm. it's almost like you have an idea of what you're going to see in the theater before you go see it. Because I feel like... It's like judging a book by its cover. Exactly. Right. So I really felt... Like, I feel like to truly, like, really understand what a director felt... You should prob you you would want to like not even see any trailers, not even hear anything about the movie, go into it without any idea of what you're seeing. Then you can like completely remove yourself of bias, in a sense. Mm-hmm. But that's almost impossible to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, like the first the first uh, Kanye West album that I ever that I like the first time I listened to a Kanye West album and enjoyed it was when I went in without any expectations at all. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy in, like, 808s, and I'd heard these were, like, shit. And I just wasn't feeling it. And then I listened to, what's the album, Yeezus. And I didn't really know what Yeezus was going to be like, and I fucking, I was just banging my head the whole time. Dude, that, it was that album went, is dark. Oh my god. Yeezus, it's so dark. I love that <laughs> album. Uh, I think... Uh, Hold My Liquor is one of my top five favorite Kanye West songs. Yeah, that, I don't really like that album because like that that's a go-to album for me to like kind of like hype myself yeah. up and like work out or try to like boost my confidence in a sense because it's so just like upbeat and loud, but at the same time oh, subliminally yeah. it's really dark and fucked up. Yeah, it's really dark. Uh, the other thing, as I do, I'm a huge Shakespeare nerd and I do a lot of Shakespeare. Doing Shakespeare is one of the most like it's just it's it's an experience because like the audience is going they're like oh it's fucking Shakespeare, one they're like, it's you know he's like the most famous English playwright they're also like he, this is gonna be boring as shit because it's Shakespeare and he doesn't speak English, hmm. like basically. he does yeah basically like, and it's so hard to break that audience expectation because people are like I'm not gonna understand what they're saying they don't try to understand what you're saying. And so you really have to make the effort to, like, go to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it got Ghost Double for a famous one. Like, I did Hamlet this summer. Oh, my God. Like, my friend, she was she was Hamlet. <laughs> and you could tell, like, you could see, like, the stress, like, getting to her. Like, it was... Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I definitely get what you mean about, like, audience expectation. Yeah, it's it. I feel like it's a big problem with almost any media, especially movies, because at least with like general like not as like high quality movies, they rely a lot on just like basic attention grabs and like trailers and that like 
let's take like a Fast and Furious for a movie. Like a Fast and Furious movie is not the most intricate thing in the world. But you're, you know what you're getting into. You're going to see cool cars, cool dudes, cool fight scenes, and hot girls. Like you're go- that's yep. what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. And it's going to work out. Because they, they play on the expectation in a sense for like a money grab. But it's not. I don't see it as a work of art. So I really don't give a shit about those movies. In a also, sense. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in them. Yeah. So Dwayne The Rock that's, Johnson that's is point. the most wealthy man point. in Hollywood, though. By a long shot. Yeah. He's Dwayne insane. The Rock Johnson grinds, and he is also literally my favorite person on the face of the earth, besides, like, Terry Crews. Yeah. Homie's gonna run for yeah. president and fuck shit up. <laughs> Dude, oh, we were... Uh, my friend and I got talking about it, and basically we came to a consensus that Donald Trump is gonna take the next election unless the Democrats field uh, Joe Biden. Did you see... Oh, so I sent Alex this article right Wait, here about... Uh, how that there's a Republican in like Trump's like inner circle that oh, yeah. released an anonymous article to the New York Times about how he's yeah trying to jeopardize Trump. I didn't read the whole thing, but it was really interesting. Just the concept of it. But actually Reddit kinda of blew up at him after that. What do you mean? Why? Like they they were freaking out. They said um it's like the the top post now is no anonymous Trump official. You're not part of the resistance. You're a coward. Really? They, they just flipped like that. Yeah, it was crazy. I, that that's 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 so like that's so weird. That's so Reddit for me because like it's so Reddit. But it's I like hate, you know you think about so that much. like really like what is he doing? Okay, so the top like, well, the top episode, Stephen, you explain what's happening, and then I'll read like the top comment of why oh. like and yada yada. Okay, I see it now. I found the uh, the post you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. But so the so earlier today I sent it to I can't I'm gonna try to find it actually I texted it to you go there. Uh, oh fuck I just sent you a screenshot okay so anyway earlier today I got got on Reddit boredom casual and I saw this article about that there's an anonymous uh Trump official who's kind of working against Trump like behind closed bars because he doesn't want to reveal himself and like get in trouble and I didn't read the full article I'll link it and we should definitely read it afterwards but now the top post on Reddit is essentially shitting on this anonymous Trump official that he's a coward for not revealing himself I'm assuming yeah the top comment right now is the best way to read his essay is his essay referring to the uh, article on the uh, Trump official is that my job is to carry out Trump's will, but to take the edge off of it a little bit so that people don't fully realize how insane he is. But I don't actually stop him, and in fact, I support his policy stances mostly. But I'm totally a resistance fighter in saving the nation. Just wait until you find out later who I am. I'll be totally a hero, and you have no way to prove that I, in fact, am resisting anything. Justice uh, letter and an air of mystery. I See, now, now that he said that, I don't want to talk about it because I haven't actually read the article. It's I read part I read through parts of the article and it was like, it was this dude was saying I remember one specifically he's like, we try we want to, uh, some people have talked about enabling the twenty fifth amendment or like inciting the twenty fifth amendment which would allow them to, uh, um, one second let me check it real quick. Trump it's, has been um, demanding it, on Twitter that this person is revealed that the to- if this person actually exists that the, the New York Times should be. Like forced by law 
to reveal who this person is because it's a, that's I not think true. That's, it's jeopardizing that's not true. national. I, that's not true. I never said like, it's Trump. Like, I don't know what. The like okay, is. I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading through it, but like it doesn't sound to me like they're actually like acting out of line or breaking the law. They're not. So no, the, t- the time. Yeah. So no, then the Times has no no obligation to say who yeah. it is. But um, absolutely not. But the dude in the letter, he was like, um, what did he say? Some of us are trying, like, we thought about inciting the 25th Amendment, but we decided against it because of the political upheaval, or, like, I would cause. And, like, that's kind of just stupid. Because, like, the like the 25th Amendment is there for a reason. Like, it's there that if a president is doing shit, you can remove him. But... Yeah. Like, like if you guys were thinking about doing it, just do it. I don't know. I guess it. I can understand both sides. Like, I understand the guy thinking he's a good guy, because he sure makes himself sound that fucking way. God. And then I can understand why like people are being like, dude, you're not a fucking good guy. You're just you're like enabling him to let him do what he wants. Because like another thing in the letter was that. The guy was the guy was basically saying like yeah, we want to stop him, but we're not. So yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's it's insane right now. We live in a fucking wild time. Like this is the most insane thing to happen in a long, long time. Yeah, dude. What were you gonna say, Jack? I'm reading it, and it's um. I'm trying to. So I'm trying to figure out like actually what he's doing, but like I don't know, maybe that's all he can do legally. Like you know, like checks and balances exist. Like this guy in the Reddit comment, what was he saying? In he's like, you're not stopping him. You're just kind of. It's like, how are you to stop the president? Here, here, right? uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's checks and balances to stop the president for a reason. I mean, if you yeah, but the president, the president so also has his own checks and balances. Yeah, you know, the president does have power. Yeah, but like, like if, if if you if we need if like you need to take like pull the president from office, it is one hundred percent possible to do that. Mm-hmm. It's either like one. Well, or, I don't know why we have it. Things. It's either like. Well, I know why we have it because politics is more about having uh, your party in office than actually getting uh, important things done. Yeah, he doesn't um, want to pull. He doesn't want to pull. That's what he. That was, like, that was the yeah. first thing he mentioned. They don't want to pull. They don't want to pull Trump because he's a Republican. That's it. That's why. Ooh, this is getting spicy. I'm going to read Donald Trump thing and then let's change topics. I don't want to stay here yeah. too long. So yeah, Donald no, Trump think, posted so. treason, good. question mark, five hours ago. And then four <laughs> hours ago, he posted, does the so-called senior administration official really exist? Or is it just the failing New York Times with another phony source? The failing New York nice Times. Voice. Think about that for a second. The failing New York, the, if the the New York Times is per- actually fake. Like, in all seriousness, the New York Times is like losing money. Yeah, it's become, for me, it's become less of a source of news. Like, I trust. I don't like, trust any news. We if if I were to trust news. anything about, like, American politics, I'd trust, like, foreign news sources, like um, Bloomberg yeah. and the BBC. I, like, I, I trust agree. them more than anything, which may be at fault. Like I understand that they probably aren't the most unbiased sources of news either, but um, yeah. Anyways, if the gutless anonymous person does indeed exist, you times must, for national security purposes, turn him slash her over to the government at once. Yeah, that's the one I read a second. A minute ago. Oh man. 
That's yeah. That's not. He doesn't know how the law works. In a similar topic, but not the same topic. So I don't really want to get off of it. There's this podcast yeah. called Slow Burn, and it's really just like a deep dive in like hit like American history. And for the first season, they went to extreme detail explaining how Watergate happened and why it happened and every single detail behind it. And that's really interesting. But it's also scary as shit because after you mm. finish all the podcasts, because like it's, it's like, it's like seven 30 minute podcasts, each being like a different story building on itself, all revolving around Watergate. And it's really scary in the fact that this was 70 years ago and this scandal was so corrupt. Who knows what the fuck could be happening right now? It's, it's yeah. freaky. Like, the fact that a lot of shit is coming to light is actually kind of scary, because it's always just the tip of an iceberg, and if the tip is this much, then who fucking knows what's yeah, happening on the surface? Who knows how much we actually know? Uh, I just read a Trump tweet that made me mad, but I'm not gonna talk about it, because I'm gonna get Well, now you fucking... Well, say it, and then we'll skip a little fucking... Okay, it was, it was <laughs> something about... He said, everybody agrees that my, uh, my, or my, what's it, fucking, what do you call it? Isn't it? The, you're looking yes. at it. I I was I hold on. Oh my god! I closed it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> so let me go find Christ. it. But this all goes right, back me, to uh, uh, that book, uh, the People vs. Democracy, that we talked. I about yeah, almost almost everyone agrees that my administration is in more in less than two years than any other administration in the history of our country. That's fucking bullshit. That's not. It's not. I can. One thing, okay, last thing, last thing. I, last I, thing, last thing. I, I know uh, I said thing. this like three times, but still. One last thing, and then the the the, con- the thing, the topic change is getting enforced. I Actually, yeah. never mind. Let's just change. All right, let's go, let's go back right, to cool, Black Klansman. So how about that Black Klansman? Well, the thing is, the Black Klansman ties it'll, into it'll this. Lead, like, at the end, it'll lead right back to this fucking conversation. That's, that's the worst part. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta fucking Naruto fucking smoke bomb our shit out of here, dude. So the first oh, thing, man. And this, first this fucking, is this is sorry. So no, keep going. No, there you go. When you I go. first like researched Black Klansman for this podcast, the first thing I found was, and so this might explain what I was saying earlier, and that you don't, I didn't see very much, like it was there, but I didn't see very much promotion for this movie because the movie actually has KKK in the title. Yep. And I watched a YouTube video where the guy was like, the fact that KKK is in the title fucks it over when it comes to youtube videos because the youtube algorithm will avoid those videos because kkk is in the title Mm. i really hate the youtube i really hate how the youtube algorithm works like that yeah which is i remember do you do you guys remember when youtube used to like a bastion of animation and just cool shit and now it's just like people posting vlogs and raking in millions of dollars my my favorite thing someone did is they posted the same video twice. One had the word trans in it, the other one didn't, and the trans one got demonetized. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Just like... instantly. I... They're so scared of controversy. It's, like, it's weird. I mean, that's to be fair, but at this point, like, Google does n- should not give a shit about controversy. I know, yeah. The top most... Like... The t- okay, so the top two most popular websites in the world are Google... And then YouTube. So it might as well just be Google. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Which is fucking insane. So, like, they have... YouTube is probably, like, the future of 
context. I don't, me personally, I've grown up watching YouTube videos on like a regular basis. I've yeah. talked about yeah, how Shadow of Isserfell. <laughs> I've talked about how I I feel like uh, I've watched too much YouTube growing up, but like it'll be whatever. But like that one was I think way I too much YouTube. That uh, I I I lived, breathed, and slept YouTube yeah. growing up. It was it was bad. It was bad. And that's like the, right. the scary part is that like if all of this information we've gained over the years in our free time is from YouTube, and then it's all one source, and it's all. Well, it's not one source. The idea is that, like, anyone can upload, but, like, the, the algorithm, they can control what you see to an extent. And so that's kind of scary to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because there's no other video streaming service for free where that anyone has can post. That has as much traction. That has anywhere near. They like this Vimeo, but it's incomparable. It's absolutely incomparable. Which is just yeah. scary. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is funny no one, no one website should have all that power. Which is funny because no one website. I, <laughs> I just count, count the hours. hours. Dude, fucking stop tripping. Joe tripping Rogan off the will power. upload all of the video formats of every single one of his podcasts to YouTube and Vimeo, but he always tweets out the Vimeo link because ah. he feels that he wants more competition when it comes to the digital media streaming services. And so hey, fucking shout out to him. So to like shout out, yeah. Like it's still like incomparable, but he's doing his part in that he he uploads everywhere, but the thing he tweets out is the Vimeo link. Hey Steve, we should start posting our Vimeo links. <laughs> oh fuck, we're part of the we're part of the problem. Shit. Our shit's on Dude. YouTube. That was the first place yeah. we went. <laughs> yeah, Steve, we need to. We need it's just too easy. Together. Yeah, y'all y'all need to y'all need to get some standards. Good God. <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm boycotting oh, wow. your podcast, Tall and Taller, until you put your content <laughs> on something else besides YouTube. <laughs> Jesus, boycotting Christ. your own podcast. Damn, be your own. I'm boy- Yeah, huh? we're all boy- we're all just boycotting. It's over. Do we do we Bye, even want to get into like more details about Black Klansmen? Because every time we mention something, it like opens up a new fucking conversation. We could do this for hours. That's that's kind of that's kind of my fault because I'm take I haven't I I know that one if if the if the conversation seriously gets into Black Klansman it's just gonna be like I'm just gonna be out of it for like 15 minutes and so every time I see a chance to derail the conversation <laughs> I'm taking it. I mean that's that's okay. I like a thing that me and Alex have noticed is we've never run out of we never had to stop talking in the sense that we never like ran out of ideas to talk about. It's always like this is enough. Because we don't want to just like upload. Like, I'd love to upload shitloads of content, but for like entertainment purposes and for like our viewers' sake, I want to have a oh, yeah, like yeah. an hour long episode with good content throughout. So, I could talk about D and D for fifteen hours. Yeah, because like how I was t- telling Alex is that Joe Rogan posts. Well, we we talked about this yesterday. You were there. Too. You talk about this every day. Yes, he posts fucking. <laughs> Every he day. just posts so much content and just doesn't give a fuck. It's like insane. Yeah. I mean, hey, he doesn't have to give a fuck. He talks and he has everyone do it. Everyone do everything else for him. Yeah. He doesn't edit his own videos. You fucking kidding me? He hires a dude. Yeah, he is. He has like I saw you said showed me the video of his table and he literally has like a full mixing table. Yeah, he's a professional sound editor. Just sitting there every one of his podcasts. His name is Jamie, and you can hear him. He talks sometimes in his episodes. He's kind of interesting. Hell yeah. 
Oh man, I'm. You do you want to do the Reddit instead of we could smoke bomb out of Black Klansman because that's just like every time we try to get into it, we talk about something else. So do you want to just do our Reddit section? I mean, we did Reddit we did kind of already Reddit, but let's do top last week and actually just like it. Top last maybe something week will be a little Reddit. more lighthearted. This is this is pretty cute. George W. Bush sneaking a piece of candy to Michelle Obama oh, at I the funeral that. of John McCain. That was dope. I thought that was great. Yeah. It's fucking Wait. that that's that's what we need nowadays. That's what that's the type of shit we need. Did y'all see I sent it all, I guess. I... Oh, and then there's those two fucking guys that made a picture and put it up at a McDonald's and nobody like nobody oh, questioned yeah, it. Yeah, I remember that too. Did y'all see the one that looked the Minecraft city that from a distance looked like a real picture of the I city? did see that and I was just like shook. Yeah, that shit was I was just like, I was oh, like wait a minute and I zoomed in and I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> it made me want to play Minecraft again. Holy shit. Yeah, but we could never, ever, ever make something like that. It would take so much time and dedication. Like, how much... Like, it looks so real. What the fuck? It's ridiculous. I mean, it's probably because it's from far away, too. Yeah. But, like, even when you get up close, you can see, like... Just... There's so much fucking effort put into this one thing. It's ridiculous. I I wish I had that much drive. I wonder if he, like... Whoever built this... Built it for just drive, this uh-huh. one picture. Like, if he had the idea, I want to create a realistic world to where if you looked at it from one angle, you would think it's an actual city. Or if he actually built the entire thing to this level of detail. I think he actually copied a city. Like, he found a city and he, like, made a replica of it. I believe it's a city in Japan. Because this thing is fucking insane. Fuck. Yeah, it's, um... Oh, fuck. Why is it not coming up? <laughs> Tall and Taller is the Minecraft podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's Sayama City in Japan. If it was like seven years ago, we would have been popping off if we had a Minecraft podcast. Dude, hell yeah, we would. Oh, yeah, dude. It's not too late. Hey, man, dude, no one's doing them anymore. Dude, fuck there's, Fortnite. A, there's a whole Minecraft market right for the, the taking. Fuck Fortnite. No creativity. Fuck, Fuck PUBG. This is a Minecraft podcast now. All right, boys. Let's, let's talk about the new update to Minecraft, the underwater update. What do you guys think and, about it? And that's where I run out of steam because I haven't kept track of that shit. Hey, man. I thought we just decided Minecraft podcast. I'm up. I'm fucking game. Look, I got this shit. I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm here. All right. All right. Let me look up, let me look up a new... Me, I just got to watch the new uh, Captain Sparkles video oh, on God, it. Captain Sparkles this. still exists. I think he does. He does what PewDiePie does now. PewDiePie does just like meme reviews and just. I I never I never unsubscribed from Captain Sparkles. Uh, for some reason I've unsubscribed from like everyone I used to be subscribed to back in the day. I'm still subscribed to Yogscast and uh, and Sly Fox. Sly Fox used to be my fucking favorite person on the face of the earth, dude. Why have I subscribed to Mandalore Gaming? I don't even like Mandalore Gaming. Is the guy who's um he's friends with uh Shammy. I know he's such a shame. It's so weird because I love Shammy and Do I just I watch Man- I try to, I try to watch Mandalore's videos. I Wait, what, do. Steven? I just he can't still uploads do it. Minecraft videos. What the fuck? Just Captain Sparkles? Yeah, I looked up his yeah, YouTube dude, channel. Yeah, dude, he just uploaded one. Fuck. I wish I wish I had as much drive as this. I see. He, I see the meme. Absolutely. I see it. the meme review stuff you're talking about, but he still does yeah. actually upload Minecraft videos. I love how um, self-aware PewDiePie is now. He calls his he calls his uh he calls his subscribers the nine year old army. Dude, I fucking love that like he's literally 
the kingpin of the most popular media service that we all grew up upon. Like, yep. this man has so much fucking influence over, like, the younger generation that it is actually mm-hmm. insane. <laughs> like, it's scary that this one dude from Sweden fucking, like, runs the world. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's yeah. so wild how it happened, too. Like, he was just, he was working at a fucking hot dog stand, just uploading videos, and then he just blew up. Yeah. And now he's just, like, uh, a sarcastic asshole. But I love Yeah, him. now he's just a dick. Oh. No, no, he's no, not no, a dick. No, he's no. he's like he's a nice guy, he's but he's just like it's kind of he's just over it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's like he doesn't care if you subscribe or don't subscribe because he's fucking like a millionaire. Yeah. I, I was oh, watching yeah. I was watching a podcast of him and H three H three, and you know H three H three is pretty big, right? Yeah. He fucking dwarfs them. He's like, man, I have so many fucking phones that people keep on sending, like that companies keep on sending me, and H three is just like, what we, where's our phone? Dude, where's our phones, guys? Uh, I'm just like, holy fuck. That's why I would love yeah, to have, like, yeah. a dude, like, a successful, like, tech review YouTube channel. That'd be dope because you just get, once you get to a certain level, people just send you shit, the new, like, send you the new tech for free just because they want I, your opinion on it. I binge-watched Linus Tech Tips for a long time. I fucking love MKHB. That's how you say it. That's who I Marquis Mar- Brownlee, I believe, Marquez. is also really good. Marquez. Marquez. That's 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 yeah. the same person as I said, MKH. Oh really? Yeah, it's the same person. Gotcha. He like went to uh, Columbia and then just started making YouTube. Dude, he has a just... he has a red camera. He records shit on reds. Yeah. Which me. is I think is so fucking funny because reds are like like thousands and thousands upon thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like they are ridiculous yeah. amounts of money. But, like, the quality of his, like, the amount of thought and, like, effort he puts into every single YouTube video is just, like, I can just appreciate that to an extent. And we talked about, yeah. how, like, that's why I like Casey Neistat a lot is because he puts a lot of, like, work behind every single one of his videos to where it's kind of like a movie in a sense to where everything is done on purpose. Even though yeah. you can't have as much control when you're, like, vlogging or creating a YouTube video. I wish I could fucking edit like he can. He is such beautiful videos. Uh, yeah, it's insane. I mean, and he's been doing right. it for like ten years. He he does it like for a minute. Yeah. A fat minute. I got a, I got a, an opinion for y'all. I don't know if this is gonna be unpopular. Bill Wirtz's videos were a lot funnier when he did them when they were like five to six seconds long. The two minute tw- like the two minute videos just don't do it for me. Wait. The Bill, I, I, I'm, I only know Bill Wirtz from his Twitter and like the history of videos. He used to do these little like sound clip things. Oh yeah, where he's like, "I'm a really human funny. piece of garbage." Hello, yes, thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. But like now, like all his videos, like a minute, and like a minute, like, minute. Okay, like he has like a what, forty-eight second video. That's like his shortest video that he's posted. Like, the last single-digit video length he posted was Old McDonald two years ago. Yeah. And I just, I always love the, I always love those snappier, like, those, they were all, they were just, they were snappy, they were succinct, and these just drag out the joke. Like, with History of Japan and History of the World, he has enough material to work with. His, yeah, that, History of Japan that, and History of My World are some of my favorite YouTube videos of all time, hands down. But he now he posts these like two minute and twelve videos where the whole joke is the little like high pitched voice editing thing he does, and it's just it it works for like a seven for like a 
It's like seven a, second video. He has a seven second video called Do Re Mi, and the thing is Do Re Mi, I'm incomplete. <laughs> and that's like it's, all seven seconds. <laughs> it's okay to have feelings. Jesus. I fucking, yeah, I love Bill Words. I remember I convinced my world religions teacher to let me show history of Japan during our, our um, Asian, Asian, uh, Asian religion unit. Mm-hmm. And we played it, and it was the funniest shit, and I was so happy. And he played it again next the next year, too. And he also, he, I, I heard from my uh, friends that are underclassmen that he calls me a fake Buddhist into, like, to the class. Like, he just tells people about me being a fake Buddhist, because, like, the freshman year, my friend was like, oh, I'm in his class. And I was like, tell him that I switched to Buddhism. And my friend's like, he doesn't believe you. And now he just calls me a fake Buddhist to everyone he does. So yeah, that's that's my little that's my little story. I fucking love that. I'm teacher, a, by the way, one of my favorites. I'm a fake. I'm a fake Buddhist, Alex. You remember that story? No. <laughs> no, remember when I with the with the Ben Benny S? Oh yeah. Ben, that was that's. Oh no, Ben S has been uh, has been mentioned on our podcast. Ben, oh, before. I don't give a fuck about saying his name, but let's not talk. He's about him. Yeah. because like we've, we've talked, talked about, about him way, way too, too much. long last time. Way too much. Okay, I didn't. I, I don't. I don't watch podcasts in general, so I don't know what's uh, what's been said on Alex, this. You're not. You're not a huge fan of. You're not a loyal fan. Uh, fake fans. So fake loyal. fans. You have such a following. I can't Real friends. You. How many of us? <laughs> Real friends, huh? That's crazy. All five people that consistently <laughs> listen to this shit. I don't know. According <laughs> to Takshu, we're fucking famous, but I don't think so. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, dude. dude I judge. can't wait for I can't wait for y'all yeah. to be mentioned in the same breath as like Joe Rogan and those other podcasts that escape me. There's uh, Pod Save the America, me, me and my brother, me and my brother. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's how we do it. The McElroys. Me and Steve are gonna <laughs> legally change our name to the McElroys. At some point, I need to show y'all the uh, the Jetsons remix. It fucking slaps. I just want uh, to just be on. a public figure and inspire the people. Yeah, we, <laughs> oh, like man. like like Maddie Maddie W. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, yes. Mark Williams. R.I.P. Oh, I got actually. Uh, some... Rest in peace, Mark Williams. Remember, Steve, kill your idols. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kill your idols. Kill your idols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the um, if you haven't heard it, the Jetsons theme song remix. Why the fuck is Wait, that a Jetsons theme song remix, Jack? And why are you aware of it? I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy, but we are near, nearly at an hour. Yeah, there it is. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Uh, the Jetsons theme song remix by Racy M One Two 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 slaps, and I don't understand it. All right. Well, I'm never gonna listen to it. <laughs> Some guy used it in the background of a, a YouTube video I watched, and it's just the greatest thing of all time. Fair enough. Anyways, it looks like we're running out of time, y'all. Are we stopping of, here? Yeah. Yeah. It's always, we always feel like... What a time to stop. Like, we're never going to stop talking is, like, the worst part. We can never find yeah. a good plane to spot, but we choose, usually yeah. aim for an hour, and we're already, like, ten minutes above past Well, that. yeah, I guess. I mean, the Jetsons remix is as good a time to stop as any, so... Yeah. Jack, I feel like uh, you were a pretty damn good guest, and I feel like we'll have you on here again. Thanks. I'll take that to heart, no, you know? You could. I'll, you I'll remember. Talk. I'll remember that when I'm on the brink of, you know, crippling depression. I'm like, oh yeah, I was. I was one of the best cat podcasts guest Steve ever had yeah. so far. Hell yeah, it's been six episodes, you, Jack. Don't you could, fucking. You got a lot to talk about, and you got enthusiasm, and that's all that matters. Hell yeah. Also, Jack, would you like to pick our word for today? 
Also, no, we should, our should think of a, we should rethink of a movie to watch. Oh, our oh, yeah, our movie next week. I have to watch Me. Amazing Grace for film class. I'm, I'm not watching Amazing Grace. <laughs> okay, how about movie uh, for next week? Should be fish. Wally, dude. Big Fish. Heard of Big Fish? Um, yeah. how about Gran Torino? Gran Torino. Yeah. Your word for this week should be uh, hysenin. Oh no! What the fuck? Complex. <laughs> what does hyacinth mean? Yeah, it's a type of flower. You mean hyacinth? I think hyacinth. Oh, okay. I've been exposed. Shit. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Get out. I've been exposed. Everyone. No. Body. We got. All right. Do we end it here? Yeah. yeah sure. Wait. 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 Uh, Don't end it yet. Yeah. Our, uh, yeah. our movie next week. Steve, I'm overruling you. It's my turn this week. It's gonna be Gran Torino. What we agree on? Well, yeah, but like now we're doing like in in you know like. Okay, you know? I'll do it fucking next week. It's my decision. Yeah. Hours. How about that? If uh, you if you make me watch a shitty like six hour movie that's in a different language, I will kill you. Just for the I'll just have you know that. You're not gonna watch it if if you don't want to. Like that's the thing. We gotta make sure it's a movie. That you we're could gonna be explaining. Watch. I heard I've heard very good things about Gran Torino though. Plus it has Clint Eastwood starring. So <laughs> oh oh My Clint idol. Eastwood. That's that's. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll write a little. Jesus fucking Christ! Don't <laughs> oh. ever. <laughs> I can I can I do that I do that pretty well. I have to say. No. Stop. Wait wait. I want to say the I want to say the uh, synopsis so everyone can know what they're getting into. Oh my god! Uh, How many people do you think are actually gonna watch this movie? Because we told them to at the very end. No, no, no! no. Like, I'm not saying watch a movie. Fifteen minute conversation. Okay, just do this. Just retired auto worker and Korean War vet Walt Kowalski, Clint Eastwood, feels emptiness in his life with beer and home repair, despising the many Asian, Latino, and Black families in his neighborhood. Walt becomes a reluctant hero when he stands up to the gangbangers who tried to force an Asian teen to steal Walt's treasured car. An unlikely friendship develops between Walt and the team as he learns he is more in common with his neighbors than he thought. Big think. All right, y'all. Big so just watch Taxi Driver. Uh, do you have an? Y'all do an? Taxi do y'all driver. do an outro? No, we just say goodbye. <laughs> uh, Bye, everyone. I see you. Ah. Uh.